Welcome back to the Geek Domination Podcast. This is the nerdly news section. Cues, uh, cues. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there they are, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, jean <laughs> Don't forget, bomb. Remember, this is news for uh, October 11th, 2015. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, just to reiterate, we got Marcus, John Luke, hey. Anthony, and myself, Zane, in for the news section. All right, so uh, let's kick things off with some TV news. Um, so for everyone, pretty much everyone, I don't think anyone doesn't have Netflix. And if you don't, you're probably stealing it from somebody else. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, to that one guy who's to a the, uh, <laughs> To the base price for the uh, the two-screen version, it's going up $1. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> For the four screen version, it's going up a few more dollars than that. It's uh, I know I believe I saw that it was like thirteen bucks now, which for the wait for the what version? The four screen version, the four screens at once. Uh, so like, if I had an account of that, all four of us could be watching from our own places and then without on, getting kicked. Whereas the, the basic account, version's yeah. two screens where only two watch, and then if the third person signs on, one of those people gets kicked off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I hope um, I hope I haven't given. Let it me up to look me. here. So. Yeah, so new customers, new customers specifically right now are going up a dollar. Um, uh, so for everyone old else, ones. Uh, as of right now, nothing's getting changed for old ones. However, that will be changing over time. I'm sure that's going to happen after their whatever their fiscal year is. Yeah. You know, whenever. Um, I think, I'm not seeing where I read it, but I also have read that, uh, yeah, the, the four screen version is going up a couple more dollars than just one. Um, I think Probably like a dollar three. more a screen. Yeah, but, I think it's know. like three dollars, but still, it's uh, not too bad of this price increase. Uh, as you recall, they're all you know Netflix is making a shit ton of original series now. They need the money to fund that. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I I don't I don't see it. It's a problem with one dollar. I know some people even three dollars isn't. Well, yeah, maybe it's, not, it's not breaking the bank. And, yeah, in total, in a year, you're paying thirty six more bucks. Like, it's not bad. Yeah, you barely feel it. Um. We got a uh, trailer for Marvel's Jessica Jones, which is out uh, next month, and it teases the Purple Man as the main villain, which this is so big. So that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, Purple Man. Purple Man is a guy who has the ability to kind of control others, um, and he uses this to gain control of a crime syndicate and kind of, much like Kingpin, kind of run a different area of New York under his thumb. So that's the big reason why they're teasing that uh he's probably gonna remain a mystery for the majority of the season until near the end and the only reason why they call him that is because well for whatever reason what gives him the ability to control others also happens to turn his skin purple weird exactly (laughs) um i mean you know everything's gotta have some balance you know i can control these people with my mind but my skin is purple yep i'm gonna look like a weirdo exactly (laughs) um you get some Game of Thrones news here, Anthony. So uh, yeah, this is interesting. So uh, they have now cast Game of Thrones has cast uh, Melanie Libbard, which I'm not familiar with this actress to be Neither totally honest. Um, <coughs> but they've cast her as a new Red Priestess, which makes sense if you have read the book versions. There is another priestess uh, eventually introduced. Yeah. In a certain amount of time. That is like the most vague th- explanation, yeah. but I can't do it. Yeah, you can't. It's, you don't it's, spoil no it, spoiler. Yeah. It's pretty fair though. Yeah. Um, remember that Justice League animated series that we all kind of said we didn't necessarily want, but we understood why they'd probably make it. They're making it. Cartoon Network is. Um, oh, of course. Justice yeah. League. What was it called? Justice League uh, Action or something action. like that. You're yeah. right. Yeah, Justice League How? Action. How? Yeah, right. Um, I'm not crazy about the art style. 
I saw Me the either. images. It kind of looks fan. like cut and paste for all their body types. Yep. Interesting. And then they just changed, like, you know, skin tone and hair. Kind of like, that's kind of what it looks like across the board. You know what well, was I mean, funny? To be fair, that's the way it looked like before. Well, yeah, but at least then it was just, it, it kind of translated very well from uh, the old uh, Superman and Batman animated series, because that's where they pulled that style from when they made the original Justice League. Mm-hmm. This one feels very much like they just didn't have a starting point for that. They just were like, let's just cut and paste everybody and then yeah. just change their costumes. That's so weird. I Because honestly, like, it's funny that you mentioned that, too, because... As soon as you told me uh, that it wasn't uh, like a continuation of Justice League Unlimited, I'm just like, hop all over this. <laughs> Let me just pull up an image here for you. So that's not the right one, but um, oh, really? My thing is, is like, um, I don't want to see another thing that. about Batman, it. Superman, and all them. Like, I really don't. The, the I like Justice reason, League. I just would want more of the story that we were already kind of yeah, working on. Yeah, that, was, that series was great. That was an amazing series. Yeah, it could go no. on for forever. And I, I, I get it. what they're doing though. I mean, if you gotta remember, like cartoons, animated series are targeting oh, a yeah. specific audience, and that's someone who is half our age. Yeah. Um. You know, it's the 12, 13 year olds. So they're eleven. Yes. <laughs> um. But it's those kind of you know kids. So that's the reason why. It's kind of turning out the way that it is, um, which is which is understandable. I get it. You know, the, these people they're you know a lot more educated than we are, and all that kind of stuff. They they have the you know college experience or whatever to target specific markets. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I get I get them do that. It's just as the the people who watched the older ones, we we miss it. I mean, at least I do. I miss the hard thing is that. Uh, not enough of us in our generation watched those series while they were on air, and many of us came to those series after the fact or way late in the game to where our views didn't matter anymore. Very and true. so they couldn't keep syndicating the show because they weren't making the money they needed to on ad revenue because there weren't enough views. Um, Which is why I'm glad that Netflix is actually getting getting some deals where... The problem um, is they te- they're tied so tightly into Marvel right now, I don't think any original series from DC is going to air... No, what I'm saying is, is Netflix uh, has been working with with companies, uh, the producers of TV shows and stuff like that, that as soon as the season ends on TV, it launches on Netflix and they count those views as well. Sometimes. Um, It's not very consistent. There really haven't been many series brought back by Netflix. Um, I'm not saying brought back. I'm saying that they're working with stuff that they're trying to launch and then launching that season immediately after it ends on Netflix to to count those views as well. Because there's such a huge following on Netflix that you know that, that hasn't normally been accounted for right so zane's showing me the art style that they're going for with this uh, new justice league i have to be honest it kind of reminds me of young justice it has a very similar lankiness yeah. to it it just yeah. it feels very cut and pasty it does sure yeah <clears throat> um i don't know as i look at it more and more like pretty much from like rib cage down is the exact same on every male character oh man yeah you're right yeah that's weird Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll, hopefully it'll translate better in, in animation. In animation, yeah. just yeah. a single image. Action, I yeah. would agree. But who knows? It might be really great. And I know that they're trying to connect, much like uh, Marvel has been doing with Disney's um, you know, uh, Avengers cartoons and Spider-Man and all those cartoons. They're trying to kind of have it translate as a animated version of their cinematic universe to kind of give a better context and be able to kind of bridge that gap of like, we can't show everything in the movies, so here's a big expanded universe for the kids to love and kind of see all the Easter eggs that pop up in the films later. They're trying to really draw that kind of uh, that comparison and that, that ability mm-hmm. to kind of walk in and go, oh, I get some of this stuff. 
So I get it. Like this is totally, you know, marketing 101. You make a cartoon series that pairs into the movie pretty well, and then people will buy up all of it. Marvel's been doing it for years, and we've been falling for it. Every time. Every time. Um, Everyone around the table is excited for this. Uh, Ruby Volume 3 will be premiered October 24th. They will also do a cast Q&A announced or, uh, with that. I still don't even... I, I have to admit, like I know why everyone loves it because they, they rave about it, but I still don't technically know what Ruby is. Uh, <laughs> I haven't both, watched a single episode. I know I'm the only let one me here put that it this hasn't. Way. Both seasons are on Netflix as single movies. Interesting, okay. Um, kind of like remember when Red vs. Blue went on to Netflix and it was like season one was movie one? Yeah. That's yeah. exactly how Ruby's set up too. So for like those that are like me, yeah. are in the dark, what is Ruby about? I got this. So the series is Monty Ohm's love child. I, I do know that, yeah. Okay. It was sad when he passed. Rest um, in peace, yeah. yeah. He always wanted to create an anime series. He never really had an opportunity until he was working for Red vs. or for Rooster Teeth in general. Um, after several seasons of working on helping their animators get in line with how he does animation, he was able to finally produce his own work. And this is what it is. It's um, kind of this weird world where there are hunt- hunters and huntresses, and their job is to hunt down the monsters of the world and kind of keep the world safe. That's kind of the basic premise that they set up. Then there's secret organizations left and right that kind of, of do their own thing too. Um, they the the hunters and huntresses learn special skills, and every weapon is also a gun. Almost every weapon cool. is also a gun. And they have their 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 abilities. Yeah, in, they also in a way. They, yeah. So like the main character, her name is Ruby. Um, she becomes leader of Team Ruby, which is why it's R W B Y, is because it's the the first initials of every main character's name. So each team is based like that, and then they use that to make a simple version of the team's name. So like, there's another team in there. I forgot what their name. Yeah, but there's yeah. there's a few others they announced before they get like, to Ruby. There's one that's C S T L Castle. Castle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. So that's that's how they kind of do it. Um, but Ruby's team is her and her sister, who is uh, uh, what's her name? Young. Uh, was it Young? Right. Something like that. Yang. 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 That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Which is, she's the yellow color. Then you've got Weiss, who is the white one, and you've got um, Blake. Blake, yeah, Blake's the black colored one. And then there's a whole other species out there that are these animal, like half animal creatures, and they're kind of like ways for him to include the furry community without being so much into that kind of thing. Sure. Um, but they kind of treat him like oppressed citizens in that series. Aww. But uh, yeah, well, it's just it's it's just crazy. That's all season two is, is it features those exact storyline of how they're being oppressed and, you know, there's their own little civil rights movement kind of thing. And how um, it hits, how it hits a little closer to home. Yeah. Of course. You know. um, yeah. But uh, every character kind of has ridiculous movesets and they have their own little aptitudes and things like that. But Ruby, she actually creates a sniper rifle scythe. So it's this huge ass scythe weapon that folds out that the the pole of it is a sniper rifle. What the fuck? So That's like, awesome. It's so cool. It's like some transformer shit, right? Kind of, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. and everything kind of does that. Whenever, whenever she uses it as a sniper rifle, the blade folds back in, and it becomes part of the hilt. Or she'll use them in tandem. She'll slam the sniper or the scythe into the ground to like mount it, and then she'll start firing off rounds that way too. There was actually a big the culmination fight scene for season one, quote unquote, was the giant bird, which she actually like hooks with the scythe blade, and then she uses the sniper rounds to launch herself up a wall until finally she decapitates it. It's this insane... Holy fucking shit! Yeah. It's super over-the-top, like... It's like every fight scene from the, the Red versus Blue yeah. franchise near the end, or towards the end of the main run that like has happened. Text. Huh? <laughs> I love yeah. that text. Yeah, like all those crazy fight <laughs> scenes and all those ridiculousness. <laughs> it's that times 10. 
he's hmm. just been able to run crazy with it. It's got everything he's ever loved in there. There's like there's times where there's dance sequences that are like J you know K pop of course sequences. Pretty much everything that Monty Ohm's ever loved has been in this franchise, and yep. so it's a cel shaded 3D version of an anime that he's always wanted to make. I'll it's, check it out. It's pretty yeah. nice. It's pretty cool. It's really good. Like the two seasons culminate in about four hours. Four and a half. Yeah, four and a half hours total. Because I think the first season's two hours and the second season's so two easy and a half to hours. access too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. A, cool. Basically a film. Definitely love it. Yeah. And it runs pretty seamlessly too, so it's not like there's like you can see obvious breaks and stuff like that. Yeah, they but they just the same cut out like all the the, the commercials and stuff like that. And yeah, it's kind of like how Ford Under Dawn became kind of like one, one seamless yep. thing yeah. mm-hmm. instead of that. Red vs. Yeah, okay. Blue did it too. Yeah. Cool, cool. But yeah, that kind of wraps up our TV news. Into film. Um, check out October 24th. That's when they're doing the cast Q&A with that premiere. Um, nice. Film news, as Marcus just said. Uh, you want to take this one, Marcus? So The Incredible 2, The Incredibles 2 gets a, a 2019 release date. So for anybody who is like, you know, oh, yeah, cool. That's going to come out soon. It is uh, not soon. <laughs> oh, my not God. They need that. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they left it so open after the first one. And the first one was really good. So I hope that they do well with this one. Um, I'm hopeful, but I'm also kind of pessimistic. I don't know if they're going to be able to do as well as they did with the first one. I think with that one, they'll be able to do well because they learned their lesson from the horribleness that was uh, Cars 2. Yeah. Not to just shove out a shameless sequel. Like we'll, Cars we'll 3. See. Like yeah. Cars 3, yeah. Which is or just slate. pushing everything planes. back. We'll see what, yeah, they, did it, Yeah, I mean, like, so they, God, they've, they've made some mistakes. So I hope I hope that they go back to I the original drawing I think board. that's why they pushed it back so far is because it's the original creator, Brian Bird. He's coming back. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, yeah, he's really good. So, so we'll I'm see hopeful. actual progression, I hope. Um, but and we on don't that know same note. Because we've all seen some other sequels that are great. Because, like, I loved the monster sequel that was technically a prequel. Yeah, yeah, that and one. And I really enjoyed so far. Uh, the Toy Story films have all had decent sequels. Like yeah, Toy good. Story three, man, that was does a Toy Story don't, four. Is don't just spoil anything dead. yet for me. I don't know how I haven't haven't watched it yet, but I don't haven't just, gotten anything just be spoiled. Be I'll be just prepared say for the feels. I'll just say it's I a know. feels fest. I, I yeah, hear yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Hear it. But on the same on the same note, keep keeping on <laughs> with the film news. Uh, Cars three pushes back Toy Story four release. So yeah, remember how I was saying Cars three was fucking things up. Yeah, yeah, this is one of them. Yeah, so we'll see so again, what Cars three turns out to be like. I know I don't, I don't understand it how it could have gotten even a second one. The first one ended on a pretty good note. Like Pixar you, got bought out by Disney actually, and then forced to do that film. The was, problem yeah. is, yeah, Cars made money, and in anything in a franchise, that's it's why money no over anything else. There's no up to because it didn't make enough money. On the actual film, I'm more importantly that definitely is a one. I would never want a sequel note. from it, but I'm yeah. just saying the reason why no, they totally agree. If is... it if it had made like lots and lots and lots of money, yeah. they would have done it. Which but cars sucks. was marketable. That's another yeah, thing. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you can make you can make the toys Kids and stuff like that. Love that shit yeah, for some yeah. reason. Well, but I mean, Cars Two was atrociously it was awful. Bad. It's, it had it's, no real. It's, it's all in the social media, you know. Kids, kids like cars because you know they like cars. They like cars, you know. Cars everyone. Still, to me, I don't even understand how we got a second. And, you know, maybe that's because, you know, we're the older generation and we saw it, you know, we, we might not have even hit 20 by the time that, that first one came out. But even still, um, yeah, I think it was like actually 17. Yeah, yeah was, something like that. There. Yeah, yeah, it's it was, like it, it was a decent movie in and of itself, but it ended on a good enough note that you could have just ended it there. Yeah, you, exactly. you didn't leave it super open for a second. And I found the little shorts with like Mater and, and yeah, like, exactly. The little Mater, shorts were OK. They the, were bad. The, the Mater shorts were, were the ingenious. Movie was bad for but yeah. yeah. So was, making making a second movie was terrible. And now they're making a third one and it's pushing back Toy Story. One of the 
best franchises, in my opinion, that they've ever had. Which, does Toy well, Story honestly need a sequel? Does, Another sequel? Third should have been, like, technically two would have been fine, too. Yeah. yeah. I would have been Three okay was a nice two. little, like, swan song of sorts, but right. now I kind of feel like, why are we doing a fourth? Yeah, like, like three had such a me. finale. Where well, yeah. here's, here's, here's my opinion on it, okay? So we had, our generation had one and two, right? And then to wrap up our generation, we got three, which kind of introduced into the new generation because sure. you have... The college well, Andy yeah. saying goodbye at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's just how it's gonna go. He's going to college, but he passes on his toys to someone else. Yeah. Okay. But now that's a younger kid. Even the shorts that have come out of that have been about those toys with the younger kid. So I can see where they can continue Toy Story because Toy Story is now not just about Andy, it's about this new girl now. So yep. now you've got a whole new generation of people that you can connect these toys with a person. Like right, we did with right. Andy. So I, I can see where Toy Story can continue because, like I said, I it's, just, it's a new generation. I just hope they don't get hampered by I, I feeling agree. Like also they have to franchise fatigue. It. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's exactly it. So I hope, I, hope, I hope four does good. If they make a fifth one, I hope that's where they end it. Let me put it this way Incredibles was the one franchise out of Pixar that I kind of always wanted a sequel because yep. oh, it left God, itself open ended for it. You get to that end and there's the. Mul- there's the Molinator, I think it was his name. The Underminer. The Underminer. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the Underminer. Basically, Mole Man from Marvel. Yeah. Um, and you have you and Jack Jack putting on a little mask, and you're just like, yes, I need to see. And then it just cuts out. And you're like, fuck. And even the and end man, credit says, song. like, the comic thing, you know, where, yeah. like, you yeah. see. Uh, Dash, oh, yeah. whenever he's whenever he's older, like he's like the big Dash, yeah. and then you see Jack Jack, and he's just like boom, boom, and he's like yep. on fire and stuff, like yep. literally celebrates the culture that like yeah, for that we people love. like yeah. Zane, like who mm-hmm. are way into comics, people yeah. like me who loved animated series and regular yeah. stuff, everyone, like everyone here, family, everything, like yeah. it, it nailed every. It speaks kind of to point. so many people, and yeah. like that's that's why they, that like it's so frustrating. It's like to that. This point is the again, one franchise that actually made sense to yeah, continue, and yeah. they they're taking their sweet ass time to make I hope, a sequel. I hope that because they're taking their time, they do well. Me too. However, moving on, we've got Disney's Cruella live action movie in the works. Um, why? Well, it's it's part of the Disney's it's because new Maleficent, Maleficent, Cinderella, Cinderella yeah, into the Beauty woods. and the Beast, into okay, the woods, okay, now Cruella. Uh, let, let, let me let me in, input this that. somewhere. Okay, so Maleficent, Alice I thought Maleficent was a much better telling of the Sleeping Beauty story I thought it was altogether. I love Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty was good, but I liked the way Maleficent told it a separate story that still coincided, and you're like, oh, wow. Like that, I hated the humanizer because Maleficent in the original writings was the only, only evil, well, n- antagonist in those who was actually like, that was evil. my that was like just yeah. default evil she was just she did it because oh you guys didn't invite me to the ball you're all fucked fuck all y'all like there was no like, real like yeah. need sorry, for context like, she's what, just what about evil. the witch in snow white like that bitch like she, oh you're prettier than me yeah i'm gonna kill you well no, it's, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not defending that maleficent is the only one that like didn't feel like she got scorned in a level that was like so personal and atrociously that she felt like she needed to get back at everyone. She just got back at one person. Like in, in that storyline, she got back at only Snow White, technically. She was a, she was evil towards her people too, but in all reality, the only person she got even with was Snow White. Whereas mm-hmm. like Sleeping Beauty, she said, oh no, fuck all y'all. You didn't invite me to one party. The whole kingdom, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> and I, I kind of hate the whole fairy thing. 
Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I didn't like is that she's just another yeah, that fairy. Was, that I was, was like, kind of yeah. dumb. I thought I thought it was I thought it was a cool telling. I thought it was a good story. Yeah, but, but it's it's just it's coinciding with that. You know, it seems like everybody has that one film out of these live actions that they like, and then there's like a couple of others that they didn't like. For mm-hmm. example, I kind of like Cinderella, I but I know yet. a lot of people didn't did not it. enjoy it. I didn't watch yeah. Into the Woods yeah. either yet. And Into the Woods, I didn't even care about. And then Into the Woods was Maleficent, weird. I didn't like. It was yeah. good from from a musical standpoint. Like, like I, I participated in musicals in high school. Oh, me too. I love musicals, which is surprising. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm curious, but I didn't it's, really care about that. One. It's weird, but it's it's good. But okay. at the same time, it's just like it's it's trying to wrap all these stories all together. So it kind of gets muddled in who's who and what's what. And that's you what know? I'm worried about with all of these live action tellings. My they're trying to Cruella. create like tie it in with the universe yeah. or completely retell it. Yeah. My problem with Cruella is they technically already did this film, 1995. 101 Dalmatians, the live action film with Glenn Close and, and actually really then 102 Dalmatians. It was really good. That. As a kid, yeah. I liked it. I watched it again. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they could just technically re-release that film and just be done with it like if they wanted to make it. And crew. Glenn like, Close was like, she was, she was great. great. Yeah. She yeah. killed that role One of the so best parts well. of that movie still. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, okay. It's like, just, I, I, I don't just, know. I don't understand what they're doing with this Cruella live action movie. I don't, I don't understand. And they're just like, trying to do this with Justify why she's cruel to animals. I don't understand. Out of all the franchises they still have, that they haven't touched why this one <laughs> right like, the one that i'm most excited about still coming to live action is the aladdin one yeah yeah dude i and would it's prequel about beauty and the, the genie beast. becoming the genie i'm really that excited about beauty and the beast fucking cast is incredible i right? still want to see how they're presenting, presenting emma watson actors though. as items that'll be interesting <laughs> yeah, i wonder thing that i'm curious I, yeah i'm worried about cg mm-hmm. like exactly, I, i'm, I'm worried, about, worried about what they're gonna do i'm worried about well because i mean if they're really going to do Aladdin like they did Aladdin, how are you going to make Abu turn into an elephant? Well, no. yeah, that's against well, some again, CG that's, stuff. That's the that's that stuff gonna they, be. that's liberties they took for Disney. But if you really think about it, the this tale of the Forty Thieves and the tale of Aladdin are actually ancient stories passed down from mm-hmm. actual Arabia. Like you those are what? real stories. That's the bigger question. Are they going to follow the Disney story, well, or think, do you think they're going to try and retell a more classic version of it? I think they'll make they'll blend the two elements because they'll still have the very Disney magical feel to it right but Where it he will falls be, in love with the it'll princess be much more and... traditional it'll be a little more pg-13 that's how i kind of felt about in take yeah. for all of its shortcomings it definitely tried to add the uh for lack of a better word darker side of yeah. the story yeah sure yeah yeah but the visualization of right the darker elements yeah Re- regardless still i'm just saying why cruella yeah. like how are you gonna justify yeah. not my how are you choice. gonna justify it to an audience you're basically telling people like you're gonna tell a story about a woman who likes animal cruelty yeah and try yeah. to make that humanize work. that even humanize that, yeah. Yeah. that exactly. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> fuck even you i'm disney <laughs> <laughs> even Walt in the Disney's sequel just up there with his fingers <laughs> he's like i'm coming out of kryptonite at yeah. the right time yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever yeah, yeah the cryo, fucking cryo, cryo yeah, yeah. Tonight, yeah. <laughs> right? Sorry. Anyway, Jesus. anyway, moving on. We've got a uh, Marvel announces uh, three new movies in 2020. They just uh, announced dates that they lock down. This is what yeah. they they always do. They lock down the dates way in advance. And then usually when they're about three years out, they'll just throw like they'll, they'll lock down another three years, uh, three dates in 2021 and 2022, and then they'll suddenly come out of nowhere with a giant announcement, say like in two years, with just like here's all nine of those films. It's I, I yeah. it's weird. I have kind of a an ambivalence towards most of it. Um, but my okay, thing yeah. though, it's just like, man, this also came with the news that they're pushing back more fucking Black Panther. Yeah, I they want that, that one, movie. That one got pushed back. Luckily, only one date. 
which isn't bad because Captain Marvel sure, got pushed off the dock at all together. I, I yeah. know, I saw that too. And, and that was humans did too. And, and that's so more disappointing humans. than that because at least we still know like Black Panther's coming before. The, I, it's true. I just want it so bad. Me too. Because yeah. <laughs> that's my one. The I'm thing just, like, is, I'm is so we're getting the introduction this this March. That's May. true. We're getting that's we're true. getting him in the role this May. We're also going to see him in the next Avengers films too. So like, I understand. But at least we already know he's coming, rather than like the giant question mark that is and Captain I, Marvel. And yeah, right I now. still don't doubt that Captain Marvel won't happen. Same. It's definitely going to be later. I don't. I honestly don't even think she necessarily needs her own standalone. In the uh, sense of, you don't need that private introduction to that character because you can introduce her with the Avengers and then give her a subsequent solo film. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. I, I, just, yeah. I want the solo film because I think yeah, no, we're I moving towards like an era where. I think the audience is really craving for female heroines. Uh, exactly. Especially in the case of Star Wars, for example. I just, I'm just, I'm just strictly meaning like we're probably going to get the introduction you. to Carol Danvers. Yeah. She's going to get her powers in the somewhere in these next films and we'll get her as Captain Marvel in the Infinity War films. I was going to say... we won't have a solo film until after the fact. I was going to say, what if like events culminating in infinity yeah, exactly. war causes her powers exactly. and then she starts to, you know, get more especially time if they're, Especially as we get more and more introduced with the Kree... Because her powers come from yeah. Captain Marvel of mm-hmm. the Kree Empire, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. That's his real name, and that's how she gets her power. She actually takes his abilities, mm-hmm. just in a happenstance, sure. weird biological explosion thing. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm on board with you. So it's one just, thing that I was saying like, is that these three films are probably going to be one of the main lines already. So we're gonna get probably the, like the re, essentially the recasting. What I've talked about before as almost like changing the artist in the comics where they'll do that in this sense, they'll change the actor for the main character. We'll get a new Thor, a new, uh, we'll get Sebastian Stan, the winter soldier as captain America, or we'll get, um, a new actor in the role of iron man, uh, at this point, at that point in 2020, somewhere in those, those first three films, that's what will happen. We'll also get a, I uh, feel like we've been desensitized to that a lot though, because of the Hulk movies. I hope so too. I really hope people are, are desensitized, but the problem is that people the online, are still going to bitch. People are going to bitch. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's kind of like a bond. Hate is going to hate. It's you. just change the actor up because honestly, you know I feel what? like the it's only thing that's going to be like hard, like changing out Thor. Like everybody likes the guy who plays Thor. Like yeah. he's he he plays it well. Oh, However, I'm waiting for a new actor though. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm waiting I, for the guy that'll wear the helmet. I'm yeah. waiting for that guy. Exactly. It's, just, it's weird because like him as an actor, uh, yeah. he's got so many more great things happening, and it's kind of yeah. like he's moved past Thor. I, I, think. Yeah, I kind of yeah. feel like too. I, I totally I agree with that. Too. Yeah. Oh, I want to. I want to see. I want to see somebody else as Thor. But Tony Stark being played by Robert Downey Jr. is just too good. Like it's really that's always the argument but let's just be honest he's an actor it's time to move on or it will be time to move on and i think he's he's getting a little tired of it i think he's very tired i agree well he's already tired of it he said he wouldn't come back but for like what 12 million dollars yeah he was throwing around weird numbers but they're also saying that the budget for uh, both infinity war movies combined is a billion dollars right now yeah one billion dollars but which i i can fathom because if you consider it they're probably going to pull a bunch of their characters from their tv series for that film those two films because it's so massive they need to include everything once and still with the conflicts with it like x-men you know like wolverine was so huge in infinity war yeah. that well that's the thing is luckily like there's been now like four infinity wars yeah. technically re- like if you really break it down mm-hmm. in the comics so they can pull from any of those stories it could go Which on, is on until thing, infinity yeah. and also like <laughs> I, I was reading a bunch of uh, kevin feige's uh articles recently because he's been doing a lot of interviews in regards to the release of uh, avengers 2 and on the on blu-ray and one of the things he was saying was he they have contingency contingency plans for literally every single marvel character that's owned by other properties in the event of 
Yeah. If they get someone, like say if they suddenly get Wolverine out of the blue, yeah. they have a contingency plan. They can switch rails and start working on the storyline, including Wolverine, which is really cool. So like they're able to, they're flexible right now. They have like that's has, good. That's that's yeah. really good. So, I mean, that's that's something that that's obviously really hard yeah. for for yeah. producers and movie people Especially to do. Once you've loaned out all your characters because you were bankrupt right. fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at them now. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. so funny how that can like just rebound. Rebound like, so well because yeah. well they were on top of the world in the seventies and then they plummeted in the eighties, plummeted in the nineties and then skyrocketed again in the late 2000s yep like yeah. just just right management yo just another um, point to kind of oh yeah go on in. uh what you had said earlier uh, about marvel's inhumans like yeah it i was about might to say to con- continue this um so with this rumor that inhumans might have gotten canceled because it got pushed off the docket i kind of feel like what will happen with it will be um those storylines will be offloaded into the marvel's agents of shields tv series because you already have the secret warriors who are going to be made up of Inhumans made modern. Their storylines are probably going to flow in the sense of they want to know their history. They'll want to know all of their history. And that's where you can kind of start working on making like, you know, weird features, different seasons, stuff like that, that kind of blend into and, and, you know, they really want to incorporate these like movie crossover TV stuff without hindering anyone's schedules, obviously. But I do think probably like say season four or five of Marvel's Agents of Shield will have the actual Adelan, Dark Side of the Moon, Inhumans, with you know Black Bolt and Medusa and all them. And so then you won't necessarily need a standalone film to introduce them. You'll just run through the series, and then they'll graduate into the Infinity Which is, War movie. I mean, that's just an ingenious plan. Yeah, you've already got these these you know you've basically got you know all ten fingers and di- ten different pies each. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. Basically, what you're doing is you're That's like a good way to put that. And <laughs> <Right? laughs> over here making creepy gestures with his hands. Man, I want Wait. ten pies. Right? <laughs> no, I no, want my finger no. In all ten fingers in ten different pies. So, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, what what I'm saying is, is like you're promoting both sides of the show and the movie at the mm-hmm. exact same time because you're saying, by the way. If you watch this movie and then you watch this show, the next movie will have things that are from both. So yeah. you're basically no, tying in your entire universe. The, yeah, they're marketing geniuses. They really are. I mean, They've got a spider web. Like I remember when I was posting a bunch of this stuff, like Andrew was worried that three movies a year is going to break them. But I'm like, in 2017, that's that's already the plan from 2017 forward is they have a spring, a summer, and a fall film. That's all they're doing. It's not crazy. It's not super crazy. Like... I mean, they're filming all of these at the exact same time. Yeah, anyway. That's the crazy part is that they have all it's, the scheduling going. It's just yeah. it's about having the manpower, logistics. The, 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 the logistics yep. and the ability to say, hey, this is what we're going to cut first. And then we're going to move on to this. And project. then figuring it's out it's all like, about editing at that point. Editing right. yeah. and then that's the scheduling time everyone out, because exactly. that's the other side of it, too, is that if you're going to get a lot of people from the show appearing on the films, you got to figure out when they're shooting what and when they can break off to go film something else. Yeah, but it's not like the it's not like they're working it. with separate companies, though, which is the best. No. Part. That's, yeah, that's. Everybody, like all of your directors and all of your writers and everybody like that, they're going to have to have meetings. And that means that all of these ideas are going to be passed between movies, TV shows, Netflix originals, all that stuff. Kevin Feige has been reported as having basically a super wall spider webbing out how he's got the storylines planned. He doesn't have the intricate like, you know, that film, this is what's going to happen. But he has the bullet points for what need to happen in that film to coincide and cause other things to happen. Directors talk about that all the time, how they have certain bullet points that they have to fill. But wholly the story and how it all comes together in that single project is up to them, which is the brilliance of how Feige's planned it out. I know so well. It's It's, it's amazing. um, 
Yeah, to kind of continue on that thought, um, something about I'm going to skip one and come back to it, but uh, touch on Spider-Man appearances in Civil War um, and also just Spider-Man in general. Um, the director for the Spider-Man reboot film from Marvel uh, has hinted that Miles Morales is not out of the picture necessarily. Just because the film is going to focus on Peter Parker does not mean he won't make Miles Morales appear and ha- have possibly a subplot that could develop into another f- two separate kind of characters, just like they have in the comics, that sure. each embody different abilities of Spider-Man. Um, which I'm all for. This this makes me happy. I'd this like is, to see a Miles Morales. I love. Yeah. I'd love to be able to because, like, if you think about it, it, makes sense because, like, Miles Morales got bit all of like two weeks after Peter Parker did, and stayed quiet about his abilities all the years that Peter Parker was active in the Ultimate Universe. And then once Peter Parker died, is when Miles Morales took over. Right. So, like, they could even just not have him die, obviously, and just wind up having him wait a while, and then pop up, and you have two different Spider-Man running two different films in the same universe. They could have a, like a Spider Unit. Yeah, spider, right. <laughs> spider squad. I mean, there's pretty spider much squad. <laughs> there's pretty much a spider squad in the comics with yeah. how many spider men and women there are. It's very yeah. true. Yeah. It's fucking insane. You know, what? Awesome, to be though. to be honest, too, like I I think the general populace, the people that aren't as maybe invested mm-hmm. in the comics as as all of us here. Yep. Um, I especially using. Right, right. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think everyone's a little tired of Peter Parker. To be honest, they're just. I, t- I, I think they're most tired. They're they tired that. of the imaginings of him. That That's I, exactly. Yeah, I think it. they're tired yeah. most of all of hearing the beginnings of all of the origins. Yeah, at the end of the day, they just want to see his next adventure. And the fact is, we've seen him start and stop his adventure almost in the same That's spot. How I every feel time. about Batman. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I'm no right joke. there with you. Like at the end of the day, we just want to see the actual like what's mm-hmm. let's just jump in somewhere in his life yeah and see that's, where he's at there yeah that's, that's why this new like superman versus batman like the one They're most interesting 30, thing yeah. is old man that's what batman, i'm excited about yeah. man yeah, yeah right um old man the man. next thing about spider-man like I that i think everyone here can consensus have a have a consensus of just loving the idea is we're going back to a more traditional spider-man costume in every sense of the word sure yeah he's going to have Dude, the original yes. Circle OG. with the four the block L's. legs, yeah. little L block legs <laughs> on his back instead of a full fledged spider. Yep, this is the most traditional. It was one of those moments when it's just sort of like such a dumb factoid, but everyone in the room just yeah. goes, yes. Like no one, no one, nobody asked for this. Yeah, nobody asked for this, but we all love it. Like the first movie, like I loved how like stupid like the costume was in like yeah. ways, especially like his first like outing yep. with it with the I, weird I little like it. honeycombs all like yeah yeah, I, yeah. and then well, like the horrible black I, suit that was actually yeah. the negative oh, zone no, suit no, 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 no. yeah and not let's, the let's actual just, venom not suit. Talk about that. No one. <laughs> we have to t- we have to mention it so that they eventually yeah. change it. That's true. <laughs> Well, it's, I, it's I like know. what I was talking about when I was like saying I just want them to do Marvel. I mean, uh, Venom right. <laughs> I Venom just want and them to do Marvel. And you're like, but but the one time they didn't do it right, they fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. gotta they gotta like know what they're doing. Yeah, they need a better plan of attack. Like, with that I'm stuff. excited about this. Well, hey, and Sony's gonna I, let the control a little bit over to Marvel. Yeah, they're gonna let yeah. Marvel guide yeah. them in we'll, their efforts. They'll, they'll let them. The thing about that is, is that Spider-Man pokes them. I, I I'm, I'm I'm with John Luke here. I want to see a Venom that's actually done right. I don't want to see one that's the exact same freaking mm-hmm. like oh, we, I don't size and stature of Spider-Man like. Because if if you look at the comics, Eddie like, Brock was a bodybuilder. Yeah, it's exactly. That simple. It's that simple. Tobey Grace was not. Was not. <laughs> um, just so we can keep this in the movie, oh, so we God. don't get bogged down here. Uh, Brian Cranston wants to play a Marvel villain, but he doesn't want to play one that's already existing. He wants to have them make one for him. I think that's cool. I think that's but, cool. But I liked like I had a point about that was that I think he needs to go through the entire like let's say Marvel mm-hmm. print out a fucking giant list of every villain in the main storylines they've appeared in. Yeah, I'd like to see him actually go if through that and one? go. Let's rework this one for me. Or if they found him one that fits him's acting yeah. style, like yeah. that'd be fucking awesome. Because there's a yeah. lot. I mean, if you think about, it, there's over hundreds of thousands yeah. of characters. They don't, just they as don't is. specifically need. And to the majority of those are one. villains. Yeah, 
Yeah, we'll we'll see what what happens. Yeah, um, this I'd could especially just be him off. yeah, I'd I especially like to see what happens after Trumbo comes out. Um, yeah, right. And how people start imagining his characters after that. All right, so uh, X-Men. By the, X-Men at the end moves. of film, remind me because I have one that's not on a, on here. That cool. I, I have to wait for last so Anthony can have his rant. Right. Um, oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> so, um, Anthony, how do you feel about more X Men? More X Men than usual, dude. I love X Men. Yeah. Apocalypse. I, How do you feel about Apocalypse? Uh, X Men Apocalypse. So I don't. I I I'm a, I'm of two minds. I know like the the most the biggest like traditionalists are a little disappointed with some of the things that they're going to be doing in this movie. I I trust Brian Singer. You see the edits? Like once they actually edited his face. Because apparently the, seen the pictures one. we've seen Apocalypse from the set photos are not exactly are not it. what his yeah. face is going to look and that, like. That gets me really excited. Actually. Mm-hmm. They're digitally editing his face to look like the original Apocalypse, totally like menacing, like it, it should. Totally yeah. yeah, kind of give the skull look by having. Yes. Yes. yes, yeah, yes, and that's the thing. Like when everyone was freaking out about it, I'm like, this is not the I final product, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for more X Men all the time. Uh, this being a longer film than past X Men's, I'm okay with because their normal run times have been about two, same or less than 15. regular Marvel movies. Yeah, right. two, two so, Yeah, increasing it a little bit, no problem with it. Yeah, I could oh, see this one honestly, it. especially with the fact that it has an homage at the end that could be That's all exactly the way up it. to three. I could yeah. I could see it barely getting close to three hours. Mm-hmm. Probably staying under still. But. Yeah, we don't want a Lord of the Rings, but we also want something very substantial. <laughs> See, I always like the movies that take that long. Like and me too. I just I, I like general. It really depends on what general the plot is and how much of that is Agreed. Filler. Yeah, like you know, because you don't need filler in a film. That's all, exactly. That's but I like the ones yeah. like like Lord of they the Rings fill like, that, out. that are just full the whole time. You're you're entranced. Like yep. well, you don't ever want to get up and go to the bathroom yeah. because you're like, what am I gonna miss in my two oh, three yeah. minute trip? Yep. And there's a so, reason why the extended cuts are vastly superior ridiculous. than the original mm-hmm. releases. Yep. Yeah, totally. Um, AJL, <laughs> I know you're excited about this. I know Cody's really Cody's stoked. dying for this. So shout out to Cody. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, any any fans of Back to the Future? Woo! Um, oh yeah. Fucking and I'm back. Yep. Fucking Back to Pepsi. the Future 2. A Pepsi Perfect. Uh, they're actually going to, that's going to be a thing that's created. It's a short run. Beige cost. 20 bucks, right? 20 bucks for a bottle. It's, it's, a it's collector's kind of ridiculous. Item. It's, a, it's a collector's item for sure. They're only making uh, yeah. 600? Uh, six or 700, something yeah, like that. It's yeah. a really, really limited run. Cody wants to buy one. He wants to buy a second one to drink. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the thing here. They're they're kind of smart with this. Back to the yeah. Future I is like... I might buy one. Yeah, I might. I it's, might. It's one of those yeah. things that not only is it a franchise that people love, but... Like people who are like really into like just like films and everything yeah. too. I have never met someone who is a film student or doesn't just like like a lot of movies in general, like yep. the craft. That's not a Back to the Future fan. Mm-hmm. Like this is like a like an industry. That's because it's just like, they're gonna they're gonna buy it. It's so it like immaculate in the sense that like they took every step to understand every little thing they're doing in every yeah. scene. Yeah, that's and it. how it affects another scene. Yellow belly. Yeah, My favorite is the two tree and turns into the one tree and because they run over one of the trees <laughs> yeah. in the past and going it's back brilliant. into the future. It is. It's yeah. just like it's fantastic. Brilliant. They thought of that. It's one of those moments that, that could have been easily overlooked. But they did. Yeah, they, and I'm they, excited they for the Blu-ray really release too. It's Me like, too. It'd right. be fun. I'll buy it. Yeah. All right. Um speaking of good movies, uh George Miller. <laughs> Confirmed there were two more Mad Maxes on the Why way. Why the fuck not? Right? Why are I not <laughs> be It's a new trilogy. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited. After that first one. And you know what? I'm really curious about this, too. So one of the things, complaint or non-complaint, depending on how you think of it, is that 
in all honesty, that was Charlize Theron's movie. Yeah, that, that was, was, that was oh, Furiosa. She, she owned Furiosa. That, that was Furiosa. That wasn't a Mad In my opinion, that was so, very minimal Mad yeah. Max. I'm wondering, is this a continuation of Mad Max himself or a continuation of Furiosa in a Mad Max universe? Who knows? I'd be happy either way, honestly. I would love um, either, With yeah. the direction they're going. If they're doing a... It, let me put it this way. If they're doing a Mad Max film, I would like like very much around Mad Max himself. The legend. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's the tradition. I'd like thing. to see more of his interactions rather than just him along for the ride. Yeah. And that's yeah, the only complaint. Definitely way that too was much literally <laughs> the only complaint I had in this film was it felt too much like he was just along for the ride yeah. and not enough like he was an actual participant in the film. Yeah. Very and, true. And honestly, like one way or the other too, that was the audience in general. We yeah. were all along for the ride. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And and while I think it's great for what Fury Road yeah, obviously absolutely. was, definitely like, like you're another saying, Mad Max. more substantial, more words. Dialogue. I just remember like most of those, you know, Mel Gibson ones. For as crazy as Mel Gibson is, uh, <laughs> I had much more participation from his side of things. Yeah, definitely in the first two as well. Yeah, even well, heck, even even uh, Battle Dome as bad as that yeah. one was was like you're with right. Tina Turner as bad as that one was. He yeah. interacted more with the characters in Tina the film Turner. than this. Tina Turner. Oh. Same thing. <laughs> Timmy Turner. <laughs> Pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Um, so this one's interesting. Naomi Scott has been cast as the Pink Ranger in the new Power Rangers film, which shows my big thing about this is that it shows that they're actually moving ahead on this film. <laughs> rather than just it's yeah. in production. It's like it's a little like tap where it's like, hey, well, this is still a thing, guys. You know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you guys are actually doing something oh, rather yeah. than telling me you're gonna do something. It's no, just it's just trying to get stupid. There's so many freaking people like wanting to change what this movie is and the direction of it. It's it's I, I, I like you're saying. It's just good to know that they're moving forward with something instead of throwing shit on the wall trying to see what's yeah, going exactly. on. Yeah. What they should do is just put all the things up there and get one of those like 10 dark guns like, mm -hmm. and see which 10 they hit and go with that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I really kind of feel like up. someone. Has, yeah, I hope no director actually does that. But Dude, uh, have you seen have you seen I that robot like chicken? Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, every time I feel like my show's getting dull, I just go scion. <laughs> yep. yep. That's a, oh, anyway. So some uh, Harry Potter spinoff news. Yeah. Yeah. Wizard had going ahead. Exciting. Yeah. Anthony, um, we'll let you take the yeah, John John Voight is now cast in this new spinoff of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. What's he gonna be? Do we know? Like we what, don't we, we have on no on most of the characters. We I know we know what Ron Perlman is now. Do we? Yeah. Oh wow! Who, I didn't who, even who know he's, he's a he's one of the bank goblins. Oh, are you serious? He's gonna be the most menacing oh, so and sadistic. Dude, bank hell goblin. yes! I'm yeah. excited oh, to see Ron Perlman. I wonder if he'll be one of the ones. He's gonna be one of the bank ones, but he is one of those goblins. Yeah, we'll see. That'd be cool. Dude, but I it just, wouldn't make sense because it's already in a character from... I just love Ron Perlman. Yeah, I, I trust <laughs> yeah. in him. Yeah. yeah. Give me Hellboy in my... So yeah, like you were saying, we don't know most of the characters, but I do. I did find that one out and I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, He's I don't think we know John Voight's though okay. from, from what I understand, but it is exciting because in any good movie, you want talent. And John Voight's an established talent. talent. At this film, and it's a lot yeah. of older talent too. Yeah. He's he's good. He's a good actor. Um, Something that Marcus is very excited about. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. The trailer okay. was released this week. Yeah, so I don't know. I thought that the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter movie was it was really fun. It was it fun. was really it was, bad, but yeah, it was really fun. I mean, as far as as far as the storyline goes, like I'll it put was, it that way for several of us because I, I know Anthony's I, got misgivings. I think for me, it's just like. I think you guys appreciate it in a different way that I just yeah. didn't get because it's like for me it was just so ridiculously stupid. Yeah, it's not exactly why I clicked for me. I couldn't even make you strong. I'm kind of in the middle of your group and your. 
Yeah, it existed, whatever. <laughs> but I, regardless of the movies, though, I, I do hear like, the original source ridiculous. material is good from, mm-hmm. yeah. from yeah. what you were saying. I didn't even the realize it was a and until today. I know, um, I think Marvel had a run of Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies yeah. that they visualized and in comic book form. Funny enough, too, I know people that are huge um, Jane Austen fans actually like the zombie retelling, too. Like, yeah. As mm-hmm. weird as it sounds, they enjoyed it. I know the other side of the coin too, but yeah, all I'm saying is it's a possibility. It's a good possibility. I, I'm, I'm yeah. excited for it. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm ready to see what what it can be because you know, like whenever Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter came out, I actually was kind of surprised that they would go with that one before this one because this one's obviously the more popular book. This one yeah, is definitely I've heard the more popular book. book. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. All right, so uh, John Luke has one more piece of film um, news. Did you guys see the thing this morning? I think it was a uh, maybe comicbook.com that posted it. It was about uh, Michael B. Jordan. And uh, Boba Fett. Oh, oh I showed that. I showed that yesterday. Mm. Okay, um, then yes, Anthony. <laughs> I, I nearly, I almost forgot about that. Um, I'll yeah. share Andrew's thoughts after you go on yours because Andrew Did, has some good thoughts. On oh, it. do you, do you want to do Andrew's first? I, I need to pull up. So okay, um, my thoughts on this. The the thing that they're doing a lot in these films, um, and at least all rumor mill for the most part, okay. except for one substantially confirmed. They're trying to put, like, actors into roles that they technically, like, their acting won't really matter in. So I think yeah. it's just kind of whatever. I think this is silly. Yeah. If they take off his helmet and it's See, that would Michael it B. Up. Jordan just, like, chilling there, then then what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, otherwise, this doesn't matter at all, mm-hmm. and it's just ridiculous yeah. one way or the other. I'm so ambivalent that it's just, I think it's just it's dumb. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty much like my Michael thoughts. B. Jordan yeah. is an actor. Let him like act in a role that's important. Don't, don't just put him fat. in a suit. Yeah. yeah, don't put him in a suit. I mean, I guess I'll the same it. could be said for Gwendolyn Christie on the other side of the coin where her acting will make the suit live. It's just, I, I don't know. I can't see him. Yeah, it just Boba doesn't Fett. matter to me. Yeah, it's you need to read some of the I, I kind of feel like it'll be some of those like solo Boba Fett comics. I'll put it out there like that, where um, he actually removes his helmet more, and it's a personal story about him, I which is something we don't necessarily Mike, need. But, but from Michael B. That's I, what I, I mean, don't want from him. That's that's yeah. what I was about to say. Is I don't want that from him, but I just mean that's probably what they're objectively going for in the yeah, film. Which, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they just, just I need hope that to, not Michael B. Jordan. So and it's read, not because he's let black. Me, let me just read. Yeah. Let me just read Andrew's Talking very specific statement. This is so. This is first him quoting the the article. I think Boba Fett will be African American, and then here's what he had to say about that. Well, that's cool and all, but since he's a direct clone of Django, whose actor is of that's Pacific Island heritage, maybe he shouldn't be. Yeah, not, it's, it's, it's not a race. It's not a race thing. It's not a. It's not a race thing it, in the sense. It's of a canon like, thing. It's it's a canonized. Yeah. If you said someone a certain way, don't change them suddenly Look, and abruptly. For better or for worse, whether like faults you have with Lucas's direction for Bo- Boba Fett and the Django Fett by particular exact, and specific. it's particular and specific. It is canon now, and if you want to stick with the fans who are what's going to be selling this Star Wars movie on a whole, yeah. because there's so much generations of them now, you just go forward with what is there. And what is there is the actor that we had for Django Fett before, unless... Unless, and this is the only cool thing that I could take, somebody kills Jango Fett or Boba Fett, the the, the younger kid, mm-hmm. and then took that armor, took and the mantle, took the mantle. Yeah. If they spin it that way, there's a possibility that I could enjoy that. But that's the only way to do it. If they stick with cool, the heritage right, line, fucking chaos. Presumably, kill oh, Boba Fett, sorry. steal his armor, because then you have a reason for Boba Fett to actually rise that's, again that's exactly and take it. back his armor. That like it's all right. about how they spin it. It's just. Why My worry is something that you kind of mentioned too yeah. that I want to press, and this is also just me kind of venting in general towards comic book films as a whole. Actually, most films that involve masks as a whole 
actors seem to love this idea of signing contracts that make them able to take their mask off all the time. This is why most major fight scenes in films involve a, a, an actor this, without yeah. the mask yeah. on because they want to be seen. They want to kind of have almost like a model-esque moment during the film of like, oh, here's my face. They're thinking the about reality, the business side of it. Yeah. But the reality is is that most often, and something that I will always praise Carl Urban on in Dread, oh, man, yeah. was he decided to take the role fully mm-hmm. knowing that the direction mm-hmm. was going to take him in a direction that regardless meant he was not going to remove the because helmet. Because it's Dude, a part yes. of the role. Fucking Hugo Weaving in V for Vendetta? Yeah. Yeah. You're an actor. Yeah. You are acting a role. If the role involves a face mask or a mask on, that's Own a part that of your character. persona. Yeah. You Own go it. with it. Yeah. Your, your fucking job is to act that yep. character. Yep. Don't make excuses. Don't make it into Fuck. a giant like, oh, the mask has no to be torn up and you have to see their face kind of thing. Yeah. That's been my irritation about every Spider-Man film is they've made it a point to make sure that his mask comes off in some capacity in the final fight every single time. Yeah. Yeah, that's really annoying. And right. so Did it happen to... in the latest Spider-Man though? Yeah, I think, I think yes. it only happened afterward whenever he... Uh, went for Gwen. Every no, every single film though in the, in the culminating fight, something happened in regards to his masking torn or pulled or off. Or his entirely. identity is revealed. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like there's always nonsense. something, and it's just not needed because half the time in the comics, Spider-Man fights the enemy, beats him, and keeps the mask on the whole time. Yep. Just leave it on. Sorry. Moving on. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> gaming news. Let's try to blast through some of this real quick because we're running out of time. Um. PlayStation 4 is getting a price cut in the U.S. It's going down $350. In addition, Sony is discontinuing PlayStation 3 in New Zealand, which is a sign, I think, of the times and how we're moving forward. It'll slowly get discontinued in other countries. Yep. Um, This is a big one that we really just need to blast through quickly. Destiny is introducing microtransactions called the Eververse Trading Company. I hate them. This is optional. It's as of right now, and we've, we've all agreed to this kind of thing in the sense of if it breaks free from this mold of frivolous bullshit, and turns into something that like you're buying stuff that matters. We're all we're all dropping we're the done. game. We're, if it, we're done. If it moves past cosmetic, yeah. Right now, it's just dances and points and whatever whatever the emotes are. Which I've e- also even said, if it, even if it goes up to like the point of like ships and like other sparrows and stuff that can do the like, tricks and stuff. Those like kind of things are fine. okay yeah. as long as they I'd don't be change okay with the actual core dynamic of the game and yep. the balance of the actual playing of the game. Yep. Yeah, because I don't no I, I don't want to see somebody who's been playing you know for for you know a total of like three hours at a higher light level than me. Um, that just would, because he bought everything. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. absolutely. Piss I think we all agree with that. What's interesting about this is though is that attached to it, Bungie has stated that they're also because of the new funding from this, enabling a live team to handle patching quicker. In addition to generating brand new content, they can activate on the fly randomly throughout the year. So you have more consistent random new stuff. So you can look at it where, if this is something that interests you, put a tiny bit of your money into it, and it'll fuel some free content. Looking at the positive side of it, of course. No, yeah. And yeah. then we've said, like, uh, Cody, uh, does, was it confirmed or unconfirmed for Cody? He said something about uh, the fact that we have the collector's edition that we might get two or three free ones from the Eververse thing. No, that's confirmed. That's that confirmed. It's going to okay. give us some silver so we can. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. so that's something cool. And then, in addition, I've already said myself, like, if there's anything involving headbanging, devil horns, yes, guitar right? work. That's same. Same. I man. don't care. I'm buying that one. That's going to be my one for the lifetime of Destiny, and yep. I won't wear use another emo ever. Same. Same. All Same. of the users of Destiny will decide if it's good or not. Yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll succeed on. or yep. fail yep. by the player base. Yep. Um, moving on. Halo, the Fall of Reach launch trailer came out, and wow. I still didn't yes. watch it, but fucking, I love Dude, that book. I've read book it like six amazing. times. Mm-hmm. I love the art style of it. Um, yep. This is the same person that did the uh, animated versions of the Halo Evolutions book. Yes. Uh, oh, those cool. small tales from it. Looks good. Great. Fantastic. Um... In another move of strange marketing, Halo 5 NASCAR <laughs> race 
Pitt's Master Chief against Spartan Lock. We, we were talking about this the other night. Man, people are getting ridiculous with their marketing schemes these days. Like, and, all of us yeah. younger kids are, like, now trying to think up these crazy, bombastic ways mm-hmm. to get the name of the brand out there now. And it's just... I, it's the one two I always go back ludicrous. to is uh, the fact that, like, Destiny was launching. Times Square was plastered in <laughs> Destiny images all over their screens. Yep. And then when uh, World of Warcraft's uh, Warlords of Draenor was coming out, they actually had a giant battle axe embedded yeah. in a massive, broken-up taxi in the middle of Times Square for, like, a week. Mass Effect's mm. weather balloons. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. Oh, Mass yeah. Effect's oh, weather balloons. There's just been some really dumb ones. <laughs> and how it failed on its like locations. Dude, play a game that was in space if you can find it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> fucking was, I, Dude, I, uh, IGN had to like try to hunt one down and they yeah. had to like go up a tree almost yep. through a power line. Like yep. they had to almost kill themselves to go get the yep. damn copy. It's retarded. Yep. Um <laughs> next up, uh Far Cry Primal was announced this week. It looks pretty cool. It just it's set in, yeah, you know, yeah. Ice Age era kind of times. We'll see I, how that goes. I, I, love I would Cry. love to see if people respond well to this because if they do, I'm gonna be feel really happy about gamers because we we need new things mm-hmm. and this is a new thing. We I've had, I don't know about you guys, but I've had enough like sci-fi next you know shooters yeah. stuff like that. I mean that's I think why we're so interested yeah. in that new PlayStation game that was announced this past year, uh, Horizons. Yeah, like, totally. That was something that, that cool, like, like a blending. Of the I love yeah, Far Cry, like, very so. primeval, but also very futuristic at the same time right yeah i'm excited about this uh starcraft 2 legacy of the void prologue campaign is now free and is available right now if you want to play Cody it. says it's awesome so yeah check nice. it out the actual like you know this is just the prologue so you'll still have to wind up buying the game if you want to play the st- main story but at least you can get the intro and see if you're interested in it cool um the legend of zelda symphony of the goddesses uh is going to be playing or possibly already did i don't remember what night it was supposed to be all of a sudden uh, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Um, dude, Stephen Colbert gamer points right now on dude, his left show. And right. Seriously, I mean, he showed he had he had PewDiePie on recently. He showed off uh, exclusive footage of um, uh, what's that fucking huge? Oh, uh, No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Um, he has Morgan Freeman playing the vo- voice of his walkouts. Morgan Freeman actually sits in the studio with him yeah. and actually does all the walkout voices, introducing every every person coming on. Man, Stephen Colbert. He is so good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And he's now he's brilliant. having the Zelda Symphony play for his band, like mm-hmm. just a one-night thing there. Have you, awesome. have you seen the thing that say Morgan Freeman, before he dies, we should have him say every word in the English language and record it so that whenever he dies, we can still have him do documentaries. That's amazing. <laughs> I want a time capsule of Morgan Freeman's voice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hell so yeah. Cool. Something I'm kind of frustrated by, but it's coming out. Uh, Skull Kid will be playable in Hyrule Warriors Legends for the 3DS, but yep. not on the fucking console version because they don't give a shit about the Wii U. Yeah. Yeah, Wii U, fuck you. Right. Wii U, fuck you. I fuck you. Uh, everyone's been mad at Konami yet again. Hashtag fuck Konami Dude, continues. fuck Konami. Seriously. Metal Gear Solid, pachinko machines are incoming. So that's the future of the franchise Tactical for you guys. pachinko action. If anybody wants someone <laughs> that can yell at Konami even more than I do, go look up Jim Sterling's rants about Konami. Mm-hmm. They're actually really funny. Last piece of gaming news we have is that uh, you can see the original 1987 Metal Gear right now in Unreal Engine. <laughs> On the reverse side yeah. of Metal Gear. Yeah, the really cool yeah. shit is that fans are making cool. it in Unreal Engine 4 right now. Underrated game. Totally Absolutely. underrated. Yeah. 
Uh, and now then blast through comic books and literature real quick. Uh, Marvel has been teasing Civil War two for the comics. Uh, it looks kind of interesting. It looks yeah. kind of like it's going to be you know the, since Falcon is Captain America right now and Tony Stark has a new really sleek looking armor. Mm-hmm. That the, the first image was the two of them kind of clashing, and it's cool. like I don't know what the justification is. I don't think it's superhero registration this time, but I do think it's going to be something profound to the universe, especially coming would, out of the right. event. Of I would Secret love War. to see an event similar to the first and with a new philosophy. Oh, totally. Exciting. Yep. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, we also have a uh, spider, uh, Marvel announces spider women. I think this is actually kind of a take on from two years ago. There was spider the, squad. uh, spider the, spider. um, uh, spider verse where it was Spider-Man <laughs> and of all the different universes spider- fighting against yeah, one group of enemies that actually was had access to the Omniverse and was the primary predator to anyone with spider abilities. Um, they would actually consume them for uh their life energy or something like that. And that was, it was a really Weird. sweet uh, storyline. It, it allowed Were a lot of birdmen. <laughs> no but they did have weird abilities like i said they were kind of vampiric in nature in the sense that like they, they're they, when they stole the life force it wasn't very like so they were carnal, female spiders but it was weird yeah it was really weird um <laughs> i enjoyed female it spiders, i haven't finished all spiders. of it but i've read most of it and that was a really good storyline it also allowed them to start a bunch of cool storylines like that's how we got spider gwen that's how we got um she did um the new spider-man 2099 that's how we got a bunch of different these characters all together in one universe was they kind of crossovered before the big battle world event happened um, so I think this is kind of a spin out of that, that this is actually going to be a team of spider women handling issues very similarly, where it's mm-hmm. just a group of people with similar power sets working together, which usually winds up for some really fucking cool art. Um, next thing is that Marvel announces Power Man and Iron Fist series, and the art looks fucking cool as hell. It looks super just gritty, kind of punk rock in a way. Like, oh, that's how I think rock. of it. Mm-hmm. It looks kind for... of punk rock. I, I don't know Fact. Power Man, but for Iron Fist, that could be really pa- interesting. Power Man is uh, Luke Cage. Oh, no kidding. That's his original name. That was the original oh, name he yeah? took. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never knew that. That's so interesting. that was before, like long before he eventually well, dropped that name. Okay. Then I'm really sold then. Yeah. If it's both of them. Yeah. That's cool. Awesome. This is very much like one of their original. So there, there's the art for you. Yeah. That's cool. That is really cool. Like it's just got it. Like in my mind, that's just a very, for lack of a better term, that's very punk rock looking. Like it's just got a very like gritty, n- gnarled looking yeah feel. like kung sketchy fu punk rock kind yeah of like, kind of just look, that like yeah. you know 70s 80s era just fuck it let me just write this yeah bright colors contrast it's got an attitude dark, to yeah. the art and i love it awesome um and then the last piece of comic book news we have is actually what's weird is stanley and william shatner are working together on a project right now and there's not they're really any idea of what they're doing <laughs> on a project <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll be excelsior excelsior <laughs> um but yeah so that's about it for the comic book news right now like for i said marvel always love. throws a bunch of news at you whereas not, dc no kind of just leaks it with a drop DC's and goes like, there you go that's hey, all you needed you. <laughs> dc's like dripping water on a dying person that like, nah here you go bitch <laughs> this, this, is all, this is all you need an eyedropper just drip 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 <laughs> that's so true and marvel's just like here's a bucket <laughs> the guy's like oh god i love it but ah yeah so that, that wraps it up for the nearly news this week. Uh, it was a lot of stuff, but we knocked it out, crushed it. Any final thoughts stuff before we get into our uh, topic section? I'm just Marcus, excited for you look like you had a thought. I don't know what that was. No, I just noticed this this picture that John Luke sent. Oh, Aries. Yeah, yeah, anyway. broke me earlier. Anyway, anyway, can you do the voice with with <laughs> the, just those two, just those two pictures? Just kind of voice them. Okay, so Cody's at a. You don't uh, even know to describe it. Just the picture, like it's it's just Eris. So do your it's, Eris it's voice. just Eris going fuck you, and then <laughs> and then Nolan just saying sorry. 
All right. And with that, uh, we'll go on and get out of here and uh, get switched over to our topic section, which is Star Wars related Gosh. over the across it all. Just since Cody's, since Cody's not here, I have to do this. <laughs> <laughs>